Creating a personal brand of influence and profits will require you to have impeccable graphic design. Graphic design is so important when it comes to making your business and or your brand more visible. It's so important to have a great brand identity that tells the story through your graphic design. That's why I'm interviewing this week a mogul in the industry of graphic design by the name of J.P. Moore. You don't want to miss this episode because he's going to give us some great tools and some great information on how we can expand our passion and our brand visibility through graphic design. Don't miss this episode. Let's get started. You're listening to the Markeith Braden Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping emerging entrepreneurs create a profitable life and business they love. And now your host, professional keynote speaker, digital marketing strategist, and master lifestyle coach, Markeith Braden. JP, I want to thank you for joining me today for the Marquee Brayton Podcast. I'm always excited to have uh, new people on the podcast who I think are doing great things in the world and really showing up in their passionate areas. So I'm just going to introduce you briefly with the bio that you submitted to me, and then I'm going to let you kind of tell us a little bit more about yourself, you know, even share some things that we just would not know because it's not in your bio, but it makes you be the person that you are in the world. And so JP Moore is the founder and creative director of JP Designs Art, one of the fastest rising graphic design firms in the country. With a sharp conceptual eye and a flair for dynamic visual communication, Moore built JP Designs Art into a full service company in less than a decade. The company offers web design, logos, branding, illustration, photographer, videography, CD packaging, and the list goes on and on and on. But what we did was we wanted the theme today's show based on JP's model for 2018. And that model is expand your passion. So, JP, welcome again to the Marquis Brayton Podcast. Thank you. I'm so excited to be interviewing you. Your, your design, your Instagram, all of your social media stuff that I've seen is always on point. And so I said, I had to have you on my podcast to talk about design, talk yeah. about branding, and really kind of give some insight to some of us who really need kind of like a fix my brand type situation. Awesome, <laughs> awesome. So tell us a little bit about your a little bit more about yourself so that we can kind of kind of get into your life. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much, Marquise, for having me. I'm just honored. I'm, I was blown away by your video, the, the invitation to have me to be a part. So awesome. thank you for this opportunity. Uh, my name is John Paul Moore. It's hyphenated. So it's John hyphen Paul. I have no middle name. So it's Ooh. John Paul Moore. Yeah. Um, so, but everybody calls me JP and hence JP Designs Art being the brand. Uh, I'm a native of Oceanside, California, Southern California boy. Uh, my father was a preacher. I'm a PK. You know, they say we're the worst, but <laughs> I think we're the most creative when it comes to figuring out just really how to make things happen. I, I was on the usher board. I was directing the choir. I was in the youth group. No matter what 
avenue we, we had at the church, you know, JP had to, to be active. I had to be doing something Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday and Sunday. So I think that that kind of has really uh, been instilled in me to take initiative and to outwork everybody. Mm. as well as to expand my, my passion uh, in this year, 2018. So that's a little bit about JP. Um, I started off working for IZOD. It's uh, a retail brand. I worked in the retail stores in the outlet mall okay. in Carlsbad. And uh, I moved from Chula Vista to Chula Vista, California, and opened up a full retail store there. And it was no traffic. Like, we might have one customer a week, possibly, if that much. So I had a full staff. And it was mainly because it was a new mall, and not a lot of people hadn't really got the word out about it yet. Um, but I made a music video about the store. In my spare time, I was just really bored and decided, you know what, hey, come on, let's just have some fun, fold up some clothes, make a music video. And it turned out to be a hit. I gave it to my staff as gifts. I said, you know what? Let me mail a few copies to the president of the company just for kicks. Not thinking anything was going to become of it. And a couple weeks go by and I get a phone call at the store and it's the president of IZOD. And she says, listen, I had a two hour presentation to do. I had 10 minutes to fill. I didn't know what I was going to do. And I remembered I had your video. I put it on and it was a hit. We need you in the corporate office. And that really became my launching pad into the world of graphic design and branding. Uh, they moved me to New Jersey, sent me to a two-day crash course in Photoshop and Illustrator. And I went from hanging the signs in the stores to designing the signs for over 130 stores around the world, wow. literally overnight. Uh, so that's really where I, I got that, that passion for uh, graphic design, branding, and marketing. And uh, I stayed with them for seven years before I decided to branch off and start JP Designs Art full-time. That was in uh, December, it was on December 20th, 2010. And uh, by January 1st, 2011, I had over 50 clients. And that was thanks to Facebook and Instagram, and at that time, MySpace, you know? <laughs> right. So it really helped me grow my business through social media. So. That's a quick crash course in who JP is and how I got started in business. I mean, and it was good too because you you kind of revealed the impact of what seizing the opportunity can do for you as well because you know you use your creative ability to kind of you know fill some space that was unfilled, Absolutely. and that creativity uh, created opportunity for you. And then it's also interesting that you mentioned. Uh, 2010 was the, kind of the beginning of that transition because it was the beginning of transition for me because I was laid off my job April of 2010. And that kind of what was the impetus for me to kind of step into my passion and expand my passion. So let's talk a little bit about that real quick. You know, why expand your passion in 2018? What is, how did that come about? Uh, in 2013, I lost a very dear fr friend of mine. Uh, dear to my heart and it was to the point where I didn't want to get up in the morning mm -hmm. I didn't want to work I didn't feel creative and uh, I was laying there on the sofa one night and there was a, a actress she was taking a tour of her um, final burying grounds with her husband there she was dying of cancer and he was just bawling and crying you know it was such a difficult uh, experience for him and she said you know she had a very much a, a piece about her she said you know I want you to cry I want you to mourn but then I want you to thrive and that struck a chord in me that thrive you know and so I from from that point on that, that woke me up you know and I began to 
thrive and my business thrive and my personal life thrive with my family. And so from, from that grew, maximize your genius. Mm. And I really wanted to expand my knowledge of graphic design and branding. So I was taking tutorials and signing up for more classes and, and building my network and, and finding a mentor that could help me cultivate my gift. And from there, went from maximizing my genius to expanding my passion. And expanding my passion is, okay, now that I have all these tools and I have uh, achieved so much, I can't get comfortable with where I am. So what can I learn new that will help expand my passion? What can I, who can I mentor or who can I take under my wing so that I can teach them what I've learned and that will help me grow as well, expand my passion. Uh, one of the things that I started doing more of is t-shirts, t-shirt design. So like I'm rocking the Outwork Everybody t-shirt right now. This is a part of me expanding my passion. I have a heart for a ministry. So I've also been working with more faith-based churches to help them uh, cultivate their gifts and and build their brand and reach the world through their ministries and uh, that is all part of incorporating expanding my passion so it's it's intentional of not being comfortable with the success that you have but seeing how can you continue to grow that through expanding your passion breaking down some of those walls uh, my pastor growing up used to say you can't get comfort corrupted Comfort corrupted means, you know, you're just, you're in your chill mode and you're comfortable there. You don't want to get there and get able to grow. So breaking that mold, breaking down that wall, expand your passion. That's good. I posted this morning for one of my clients. I actually have a couple of churches that I do their social media management. And, and the message that one of the pastors had, um, a quote that I posted was that you cannot change that in which you're comfortable in. Right. You know, and so the more comfortable you become, the more difficult it is to change a situation, to make a shift, to make a transition. And so comfort really is the enemy of progress. And so we've really got to find situations and experiences that really make us uncomfortable so that we can really maximize and really expand our passion as you were talking about. And so why is passion so important to business or is passion important to having a successful business? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's important because you don't want to, again, become comfort corrupted or just become, get in cruise control with the level of success that you're attaining or your reach. You know, you want to be able to broaden that reach. So uh, being passionate and, and being able to grow that passion uh, for, for me as an artist, I'm trying to tap into every market that I can in Atlanta. You know, if there are events going on in the music industry. I want to get to these events. I want to be able to network. I want to see what's, what's growing and developing. I'm trying to get to as many conferences as I can to, to broaden my, my vision, That's what the possibilities are, which also will help you better serve your customers. You know, they want a, a provider, a service provider that's on the cutting edge of things, that's innovative. So if you want to expand your passion and, and grow that business, and help your, your clients to grow theirs as well. You wanna be able to tap into the inspiration that's out there. There's art everywhere from just cruising through Atlanta and you see murals and graffiti and, and um, some of the monuments that they're erecting it, or even just the skyline, how everybody's moving to Atlanta. So you're seeing uh, high rises popping up left and right, but just imagine what it's gonna be like 10 years from now. How can you be ahead of that game to be able to open up more avenues for people that are moving to Atlanta or tap into that market as it's growing and grow with it. You've got to keep expanding your passion. You've got to be passionate about it. 
That's good. And so how have you really began to keep a flow of clients coming through your business? Because one of the things that I know that many people struggle with, especially brand new entrepreneurs, is really learning the art or the strategy behind attracting uh, and engaging new clients in their business so that they are continually growing and scaling. So how have you been able to do that? Absolutely. Uh, when I first started uh, JP Designs Art, you know, I mentioned I had about five clients December 20th. And by January 1st, I was at 50. And that was through the, the tool of social media, you know, being able to market your business on these platforms that will take your reach far beyond, you know, the 15 mile radius of your, your office. Uh, so through Facebook, social media, uh, MySpace, Instagram, I've probably brought about 95% of my business through social media. Um, there's also the part about building those relationships. Relationships and networking are vital to the success and the, the profitability of your business. So if you're looking at, you know, uh, a new client and uh, if you have a satisfied client, you've got a client for life, you know. So not only is that a, a great tool, but it's, it's, it's word of mouth that you're, you're looking at. So now that one client could bring you two, three, or four other uh, clients of that same caliber that have to see the value in your business, respect it, and are willing to pay for it, as well as they'll be willing to share who you are with their friends and their network to help you build your business. Occasionally, I get a client that might say, oh, you know, you're my top secret. I'm not telling anybody. I want JP all to myself, which is cool, and I can respect that, but I definitely appreciate when those clients see the value and they're not uh, so uh, protective of their brand that they are fearful that uh, somebody else might tap into it. But one of the keys with that is as well is knowing how to differentiate the brands. I think there are some artists and designers that it becomes a little bit monotonous between the, the different uh, brands and they start to look all the same and you can tell, oh, this person did this because it looks like this. So I try to be very intentional um, in growing my, my brand to make certain that there are distinctive looks, whether it be color palettes, whether it be fonts, whether it be um, some of the way the images are, are photographed just key details to really create a distinctive difference between, I know I'm like going on a super tangent. Yeah, right you're good. Now. You're good. Because it leads me into, you know, a new question, uh, and, you know, and this may be a question specifically towards those who are uh, designers, graphic artists, people who are in your industry, you know, how do you maintain relevancy as a graphic artist, as one who is in design when today you can go on Fiverr, you can go on Upwork, you know, even I have an account with Design Pickle where I get unlimited design uh, through Design Pickle for a certain amount a month, you know, how do you remain relevant as a graphic artist in the States, you know, charging what you charge when people can kind of go out and, and use some of these other services? Yeah, I believe it's really about the experience. And I'm not for sure, I'm not too versed when it comes to design pickle, but I am familiar with Fiverr. And I've under, my understanding is a lot of times with those uh, designers, there there's a, uh, a language barrier mm -hmm. sometimes, and the communication isn't quite as easy and smooth flowing as it is. Um, but what I love about what I do is 
I'm able to tap into that vision. And, and part of that is a, is a ministry gift when I'm working with faith-based uh, organizations. But I, I think I also apply that same anointing, if you will, um, when I'm working with mainstream artists as well. You know, It's being able to, to digest their vision and bring it to life and see more of the opportunity that they might not have even seen before to kind of elevate that vision and take it to the next level. So you don't always get that with Fiverr or with Design Pickle. Uh, even with them, there might be, they're only gonna give you what you're paying for. But with JP Designs, I'm able to connect with the, with the client's vision and say, okay, you know what, although you only asked for a flyer, there's opportunity here on Instagram to do an Insta story design. There's opportunity here to, to create a motion graphic that will get you more visibility than just a still graphic on social media. And these are the, the things that don't come naturally or, or aren't a part of the package with uh, the everyday designers. But with JP Designs Art, we really try to tap into your vision and see how we can elevate that, layer on um, more marketing strategies to help you tap into your, your, your target market for you to reach your goal and, or even exceed it. So over delivering pretty much on the opportunity, you know, I yes. come to you for, Hey, I need a Facebook banner. I need a, a Twitter, ba Twitter banner, but yet you're, you're able to come back after having the opportunity to speak with uh, the client and, 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 and helping them to kind of come up with a strategy for their brand. You're able to over deliver on some things that you may see Absolutely. that somebody right. else may not be able to see. So that, that's really right. It's that big picture. You know, right. you want to show them the big picture. So it's, it's easy to get into the, hey, I just need a flyer mode. But you need more than a flyer if you really want to make a major impact. Why does that make a difference in anybody's business in providing opportunity that's beyond what the client comes for? Absolutely. That's, that's, your op that's the, their opportunity to connect with you as the service provider to build that relationship. So they're gonna come back to you time and time again knowing JP Designs Art has my best interest at heart. They actually are knowledgeable about the industry and they're able to create more avenues or even connect me with people who can help launch my business or my brand to the next level. So across the board, uh, it's, it's easy to, to say, I, I'll use this as an example of Chick-fil-A, one of the most brilliant brands on the planet. Um, and my cousin the other day, she has two kids. She's going through the drive-thru. She placed orders for themselves and herself as well. And she didn't check her bag when she left the drive-thru. She got home, checked the bag and realized all oh, the kids' meals aren't in here. She calls up Chick-fil-A. She says, hey, I'm on my way back to, to uh, get my kids' orders. You guys left them out the bag. They said, don't worry. We don't want to inconvenience you. Mm. We'll, we'll come to you. Just let us know what the address is. It's those little things that, that take that next level and create that brand connection. And that's what, you're, what you really want to develop is a brand connection between yourself and the clientele. That they're not, not just a client. They're not just passing through, but you actually care. Hence, my phone number is 855-JP-CARES. There's always... There's always an opportunity to, to connect with your brand, to connect your brand with your consumer. You're building that brand awareness and that brand connection that becomes a lifelong um, relationship. Sometimes it's just the small things that make all the difference for a client and for your yes. business. Absolutely. 
Marquise Brayton and Company is all about helping entrepreneurs, small business owners, solopreneurs really get attention, mm-hmm. whether that be through digital or through marketing practices, to help them sell their products and services and scale and grow their business. Why is attention important to somebody who is wanting to grow and scale their business as it pertains to design? You know, how can design really help the solopreneur or the small business owner who needs that generated traffic get attention? Yes, I I like to, instead of using the word attention, I might even want to say visibility. Visibility, okay. And you, you want to be visible to your clientele. You know, if, if you're hiding underneath the bushes, no one's going to see you. But when you're standing on the sidewalk, you're visible and people can come to you and patronize your business, you know. So overall, visibility also connects you with credibility. Hmm. And in order to be a credible business, when you're working, you know, I've been blessed, thank God, to, to work with some very credible uh, companies and brands to help build them. So that has in turn kind of like that trickle down effect added some credibility to JP Designs Art as well. So when you're, when you're making yourself visible, whether it be on social media or uh, having a web presence on your, on your on, online or even having just a, a simple email that's branded with your website address on there and so using the gmail or the yahoo or the aol these are all different ways to make yourself more visible it starts with the little thing from the business card to whether you have having a social media page on facebook that has your timeline cover uh whether you have you know portfolios i keep my portfolios on me they're always in my bag i prefer this over a business card mm-hmm. um, just being able to have tools in your hand that are going to make you visible whether it be on web, digital, or print, uh, that's going to create that visibility and in turn credibility that's going to help grow your brand. So being visible is, is vitally important. Visibility. I think I might take that from you and just get rid of the attention. <laughs> yeah, I mean, attention is great. Yeah, you know, if you're getting the likes and everything yeah. on, on social media, that's great. But just having that visibility, that solid brand visibility is, is definitely important. And I, I prefer to use that term opposed to attention. Awesome. Awesome. (laughs) That's good. Well, this is the first half of the Marquis Brayton podcast. JP has kind of given us some insight of who he is and also given us some insight of how he has been growing and scaling his business, you know, because it's important for us to really understand that there are certain strategies, there are certain things that we need to do if we want to be relevant and maintain the relevancy in business. The second half of the podcast, we're going to come back and really kind of give some insight for those who may be in the industry of, uh, of design and graphic design and helping them to grow their business, giving them some tools and tricks of the trade that JP has used to kind of be an influencer in his particular industry. Because what I know for sure is that people want more time freedom. People want location freedom. People really want to do the things that they love, but they may not know how to do that. And JP is going to help us, especially those who are in the industry of graphic design, help you really get some insight on how you can do what you love and get paid while doing it. And so we'll be right back after this commercial break. Awesome. At the end of the day, we all want to live successful and impactful lives. 
We all have dreams and aspirations that we truly want to achieve, but sometimes it's hard to get it done and to achieve those dreams and visions by ourselves. Sometimes you need to hire a coach or have a mentor. That's why I created the Inspire and Elevate Strategy Session. These strategy sessions allow you an opportunity to pull on my own personal expertise of being an individual who went from a nine to five and started his own successful speaking and coaching business. If you have a desire to move to your next level, if you have a desire to take some steps toward creating the lifestyle that you've always wanted, book your strategy session today. Go to MarkeithBraden.com, click on the Work With Me tab, and listen to the video. And look at the testimonials of the individuals that I've helped along the way. Your time is now. Your time is right now. Let's move you to your next level. Let's achieve the dreams and goals that you have by you booking your Inspire and Elevate Strategy Session. I know this is your opportunity. Now let's just move on it. Well, welcome back. We are interviewing J.P. Moore and been talking about, you know, his graphic design business and how he has grown and scaled his own business and even given us some insight on how he has kind of pushed through certain experiences that he's had to continue to maintain his entrepreneurial endeavors. But this half of the podcast, I really want to use as an opportunity to be of encouragement and to provide some valuable content to those of you who are in the graphic design industry or those of you who are just entrepreneurs who really need some type of advice and insight on what you need to do kind of step by step in order to uh, start your business, or if you've hit a low point in your business, kind of how you can reinvigorate the things that are going on. And so JP, uh, what would you say to that person who maybe went to school and they uh, have this degree in graphic design, but yet they don't necessarily want to go out and, and get a job or work for a company? You know, what are some steps that they can take to start kind of building their business as a graphic artist? Uh, one of the things that I highly encourage is building your network. Mm -hmm. And through your network, you're building relationships, right? So uh, as a designer, there's AIGA, that's an incredible network of designers and creatives. And there's one based in every city. There's also a Creative Mornings, and it's a monthly seminar that is pretty much in every major city as well. And I still go to those uh, to be inspired and encouraged as well as to network, uh, to find out what opportunities there are within that area. Uh, so if you're sitting next to somebody who owns a, des a design firm, they might be in the market for a designer or a freelancer. Uh, even if you're at AIGA and you're just meeting up for lunch with some designers, they might have some insight to either uh, help you build your brand, help you point you in the right direction of someone who's in need of services, or to even partnership or collaborate on an opportunity uh, that's available. Uh, some of my best projects have been with 
collaborating. Uh, there's some designers that I work with from illustrators to Cinema 4D to videographers and photographers. So I think building your network and building relationships at the early stage is going to definitely open up some opportunities for you to see what the possibilities are, for you to know what you really enjoy doing in that industry so you can get a really good feel for it. And do some research. Go on YouTube, go on Udemy, go on uh, even on Fiverr and just see what are people creating, what's happening in the, in the industry. How can I take that as inspiration or use it as a guidance tool? Find a mentor. Find someone who can help you to cultivate your gift, to train you and share with you um, how the industry is developing because it's constantly new software. There's constantly new apps. There's always something new that you can do. So uh, I think really staying in, uh, front, in front of the eight ball as well as connecting and building those relationships and tapping into doing your research is going to help you find exactly how you can fit in into the industry and kick off your, your brand. You know, as a coach and a consultant in the whole digital marketing and, and, and personal branding aspect of business, is it important for a, a graphic artist, graphic designer to niche in a particular area or should they be a little bit more broad? Uh, you know, I, it depends on really what you enjoy doing. So if you find, like, for, for instance, I really did start off in the faith-based industry when I started off for myself. And it was mainly working with gospel artists who uh, needed graphics for their flyers or who needed some packaging design. And that was really my niche. That was really where I found, got my, my feet, you know, wet and my brand. Um, but from there, I was able to expand to working with more small businesses, some corporate identities, as well as some mainstream artists. And then from there, I grew my team that was able to then help contribute more illustration and the cinema 4D and the photography and the videography. So depending on really what, what your business goals are and your strategy is, if you're looking to find your niche and, and own the area, go for it. But if you're looking to be a one-stop shop and be able to service your, your consumer in multiple ways, then if I don't learn it, I know somebody who does and they're a member of my team and together we're able to provide that service. So creating partnerships as it pertains to areas that you may not necessarily, you may know how to do it, but you may not want to do it, right? Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I think part of expanding my passion would definitely be if JP sat down and actually took some classes on web design. Mm -hmm. I know how a website should look. I know what tools should be integrated into the website to really make it impactful. But if you ask JP to code something, <laughs> it's not going to happen. Right. But I know somebody who does, and they do it with the same excellence and the same eye as I do so that we're able to collaborate and really deliver a solid quality website. So I think uh, you're able, you strengthen yourself. You know, I, I heard Dolly Parton say, she had no idea about amusement parks. Mm -hmm. She didn't have a clue, but she surrounded herself with brilliant people who allowed her to make Dollywood. And it's one of the most successful amusement parks here in the, in the Bible Belt, mm -hmm. you know? So it's something to, to definitely consider your strengths and your weaknesses, and if where I'm weak, who can make me stronger? That's the collaboration. Now, now Dolly had the money, too. <laughs> Listen, okay. The key thing was that Dolly had the money, and so I just could pay people to, hey, right, think right. for me. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, so as, as it pertains to, you know, growing your business, cause you said you started out with uh, gospel artists in the faith based industry, you know, how did you start getting them though? You know, I, I heard you talk about building your network within the professional arena, but how do I get that client? How do I get my first client when I'm just getting out? Or how do I get that next client if I'm at a low spot and I really need to start building um, that revenue in my business? Absolutely. One of the things that I'm so passionate about is being the affordable, although some people think my prices are very high, if they, if they knew what that I should actually be charging according to industry standards, they would see, oh, wow, JP is like really cutting us a deal. So I really would like to be the affordable graphic design and marketing firm for those who can't afford it, but want that mainstream look, right? So starting with your, your local gospel artists, or if it's gospel artists or even indie artists, starting with them and creating a look for their brand that looks like $5 million mm. is how you're going to, to gain that visibility. It might not come off the first client, it might not come off the second client, but dedicate yourself to building somebody's brand like no other. And that is going to open up doors and create that visibility. As you continue to do client by client, build your portfolio, cre create a, a gallery for yourself through social media. Instagram should be your gallery. People should be able to go to that and say, wow, his work speaks for himself. Mm -hmm. I need this person. And they might not have any idea who some of the people you're designing for are, but they know just based off of the excellence that it's quality that you're bringing to the table and you're going to be able to gain even more higher level clientele just because it already looks like you're at that level. Mm -hmm. That makes mm -hmm. sense. So how do I set my price point? How do I set my fees? Those fees can be tricky. And, and I actually posted about this the other day on Facebook about um, bartering, right? Mm -hmm. So you, you have your fees, like, like my, yeah, see, exactly. Bartering can be tricky too. So your, your fees, base it on an hourly rate is how I've always uh, managed my, my fees. If you know on industry level, High level you, uh, graphic designer might be making 150 an hour. So if you know you still got some ways to grow, gauge it from there, and then base your flyers off of that fee. So if you know, okay, you know what, on a one to ten, I'm at about a seven. Then maybe I should only be charging about 75 bucks or so, you know, for a flyer. But then once I get to grade A, then I'll be charging 150. But then on the bartering end, bartering is is a great tool if you get it in writing, and <laughs> two, if you make certain that it's comparable, it's, it's, it should be a win-win for both parties. Mm -hmm. And we had an instance where someone wanted to barter for exposure. Well, if you're bartering for exposure, then let's make sure, how are you exposing me? Who are you exposing me to? Who, if you're exposing me to these people, are they my market? Those are, are, are like critical questions to make certain that it's going to be a win-win. And can you associate a monetary value on this exposure? Do you have any references for this exposure? Like who, who else have you given exposure to that can, that can say, because of you, I went to the next level? 
you know, those these there's so many different elements to it that, that play a part. But I, I I highly encourage people to when you're networking and when you're when you're bartering, ask the important questions. Do your research. Don't always say yes. Know your value. Know your worth. And and add tax. <laughs> you know, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> know your value. Add your worth. And add tax you know because when i first got into coaching um i started out first doing inspirational speaking at college campuses so on and so forth and then got more into the whole uh personal branding and digital marketing piece but you know i charged based on what i invested so if i pay for a coach to help me launch my coaching business and that coach charged me 400 dollars a month for three meetings a month uh-huh. And that meant that I was valued. I valued my coaching at the same rate because <laughs> I paid them to teach me what they know <laughs> for my business, you know, and that has just always worked for me. You know, yeah. wherever I make the investment, I turn around and say, well, I invested this much in myself over the last six months with this particular coach, with this particular uh, consultant. So now that I'm doing it as well, I need to at least charge what I was paying. Yeah, make a return on this investment. So it does. It does all depend. And then another thing too is that I had to get out of the, you know. And sometimes it's hard when you're providing a service, but I had to get out of the whole hourly thought. Mm-hmm. Meaning that you know I don't necessarily charge. Uh, in my business by the hour anymore, I charge based on the value of the service. Because I personally believe that when people value what you have to offer, they'll pay whatever it is that you set. Because they, one, you have the credibility. Uh, two, you, I'm sure you have the testimonials and social proof. Yes. And so if you have those two things in place. I want to see the receipts, the proof. Right. <laughs> they really value what you have, then, you know, they'd be willing to, to pay that. Yes. So if I am in that stuck place, I've had clients, I've had some high-end premium clients, I've had some in-between clients, but now my business has gotten a little, you know, stuck. You know, what are some things that you would uh, advise that person to do in their business if they've gotten stuck they've had the clients you know should they be reaching back out to former clients or should they maybe pivot their brand what are your thoughts that goes right back to expand your passion Mm -hmm. Uh, at least for me it does and i say that because i had gotten to that point where it's like okay how many church flyers am i going to do how many gospel artists am i going to brand i need something new learn something new challenge yourself, push yourself to that next level. Uh, for me, it was learning how to do motion graphics. Mm-hmm. You know, that was something that I hadn't done before. It was all JPEGs and PNGs and still, still files. And now I'm learning some video editing and that has pushed me to expand my passion. And it, it kind of reignites that, that light in you to dive in even more and, and think differently about how, for me, I think differently about how I'm designing this flyer and how am I designing it so that I can easily manipulate it into a motion graphic and take it to the next level? You know, you, you start thinking about processes and strategies. Um, the other thing is mentoring. If, if you're kind of stuck when you're teaching somebody what you know, 
it reignites that passion. You might learn something differently, or you might learn, relearn how to, oh, I forgot how to do that, but oh, I remember now. You know, there's different things that are going to come to your mind that are gonna reignite that passion. If you're stuck in that rut, try a different market. You know, if you're always working with faith-based, try something like a, a local nonprofit, or just, you know, it might be a, a family member that has a passion for something, Tap into them, connect with them, and see how you can help them grow their brand, and that might reignite something as well. So there's look for opportunities to challenge yourself, to learn something new, and to help somebody else along the way. Do I offer my time and gift from for free from time to time or pro bono? Absolutely. I believe that give and it shall be given unto you, good measure, not a press down shaking together, running over. Um, so always make sure where you're sowing the seed is good soil. Okay. So it's always good to give, and I, I have a heart of a giver, and so I, I tend to say, hey, you know what, come on over here, let me talk to you real quick, let me just drop some nuggets, let me see how I can help you out. And, and it's out of love, and it's good soil. Mm-hmm. Just make, I think that's the key is making sure that where you're sowing is in good soil and it's not going to be somebody that's just using you or taking advantage of you or taking advantage of an opportunity, but someone that really you can connect with. And in turn, you never know, that person might be calling you up four or five years from now saying, listen, I just landed a contract. I know you can do it. And that's, and that's literally how it has, has turned around for me at times, you know where you, I've planted a seed and you water that seed and you watch it grow and then they come back and say, hey, by the way, I got some fruit for you. Come on and, and get on this tree, you know? Right, right. I think that's good as well. So am I bootstrapping my business? Am I finding maybe somebody who's willing to invest in the business as a, as a business loan? How am, I, how am I getting started? Oh, wow. Now that's, that's the fun part, uh, the getting started because, you know, there's, there's certain things you want to do. You want to do your research when you first get started and, and make sure that you know the industry and what you're getting into. And one of the things that I've discovered working with other creatives is every businessman is a creative. Mm. And every creative is not a businessman. And for me, I was that dude that was doing invoices and Illustrator and Photoshop. <laughs> I had like, you know, the back of a, a male envelope that I had my to-do list on. Uh, so when you're finding, when you're building your business, you want to find a team that can support you in the areas where you're weak. So I have, you know, my project manager, my operations manager, my assistant designer, and these are people that are helping me to, to really get things in line and be mm -hmm. organized and all that stuff, right? So I've done my research. I'm building my team. You want to set a budget. And the budget could include salaries. The budget could include the tools that you're, that you're using, like all your overhead, basically. So if you know it's going to cost X amount of dollars for you to operate and you're able to put together a business plan and a proposal to, to get some investors on board, by all means, go for it. But sometimes it's, it's really a month by month taking everything that you're profiting and putting it right back into your business, saving X amount of dollars to, to set aside for a rainy day or for some new equipment. There's also loans and grants that are out there that are available that you can tap into. Um, there's even, like if you're working with PayPal, they have small business loans, or if you're working with, with uh, QuickBooks 
FreshBooks, there, there's opportunities to launch there as well. Uh, so there's there's always the, the the reason not to move forward because oh I don't have the money or I, I don't have the budget right now. But that's your time to plan, your time to save, your time to strategize, and uh, opportunity to barter as well. You know those are those are definitely ways to open up doors and avenues that my, that money isn't present to buy. Good stuff. Man, so you've got you've had some great great advice to be helpful to those who are just getting started or who've gotten stuck. And so, you know, I appreciate you uh, sharing your insight on how you have maintained a sustainable and profitable business. So, how do you stay inspired, JP? Oh, uh, you know, I would say my number one inspiration, or when I'm most inspired, is traveling. Hmm. Uh, I get out. You know, and whether it be domestic travel or international, I try to, to, to see as much as I can. There's a great big world out there. Sometimes I might go to Vegas, and I don't leave the room in Vegas. I'm literally sitting in the window looking at the strip. And that alone is, like, inspiring in itself. You're seeing all the lights and the graphics and, the, you know, the people walking, uh, people watching. That's, that's inspiration. Uh, sometimes I'll go for a walk through the mall, and I'll examine, okay, let's see what Express has in their, in their windows. What is Victoria's Secret doing this week? Oh, look at Armani Exchange. These are just different things to get you out of the box. It's so easy to get to have on these, this, this tunnel vision of because I work in faith-based and gospel music, that that's all I'm going to use for inspiration. No, go to go to the Nike website. Even if you can't get out, go online and just take a little trip yourself. <laughs> you know, go to Armani, go to, to Adidas, go to Nike, go to their websites and see what are they creating? What's on the cutting edge? What's new and innovative? How can, how can I take this, take it to the next level? Or how can I take this apply it to what some of my clients are doing now. Listen to podcasts like, like yours, you know, go on YouTube and, and tune into Miles Monroe and see, you know, he was one of the most, he was so far advanced, wise beyond his years. So many nuggets that like I'm sitting and designing and I have to pause. Let me write that one down. Just listening to Miles Monroe. Mm -hmm. So see, see how you can grow your, feed your brain, feed your mind, so that you are being that, that, that forward thinker, that inspired designer. Mm -hmm. The foundation of uh, my business, Marquis Braden Company, after being laid off, was inspired by Miles Monroe. Wow. And it's from the quote where he says that uh, life's greatest failure is a life without purpose, a life that mm. has no direction, no direction. However, life's greatest tragedy is to be successful at the wrong assignment. Wow. And that no quote... With no successor. Yeah. <laughs> that quote was um, the impetus of me really taking a look at the direction that I was going in professionally. And after I was laid off, I said, I have an opportunity now to pivot to be successful at the right assignment. Yes. And, yes. you know, I have read his books and listened to a lot of his sermons and a lot of his, um, you know, inspirational talks. And yeah, we have we, we have that in common. Miles Monroe. What a blessing. And, you know, I do all of the branding and graphic design for Monroe Global. And I didn't know that. All, okay, all his yeah. brands now. Yeah. You know, 
Awesome. Just even that is like a full circle moment for me as well. Like, wow, God, you know, would have never thought in a million years. Good stuff. Uh, are there any books that you would recommend uh, for the readers who are listening that you think would be helpful for them, either with mindset, personal development, or business? Uh, there is one that I love. I thought I had it close by. Yes, I do. Exchange uh, by Dr. Charles Haynes, Jr. Okay. Uh, it's about exchanging your, your broken practices for exceptional purpose. Mm. And his story, as well as some um, other little stories, are intertwined throughout the book. Uh, but it really just opens your mind up to putting the broken pieces back together again. And, and that kind of tied back to the thrive to just really inspire you and motivate you to, to look at life in a different way and exchanging that, that hurt and that pain for some, something that God really has for you, the beauty for ashes. Awesome. Well, JP, I want to thank you again for joining me today, but I always allow the last bit of the podcast for the guests to share an encouraging word to that person who might be listening, who's saying to themselves, you know, I have a dream. I have a passion. I want to get it out there. I'm not sure what to do. Maybe I should just let it go and keep going along the journey of comfort. What would you say to them? I would say, don't give up. The best is yet to come. Jeremiah 29 and 11 says, for I know the thoughts that I have towards you, thoughts of good and not of evil, thoughts that will give you a hope and a future for you to prosper. And I I hold on to that word. I also remember uh, the word that says, you see a man that excels in his works, he will stand before kings and queens and not unknown men. So don't give up, continue to cultivate that gift. It will open up doors for you that you would not even imagine. Yes, there are some days that you don't want to get out the bed. Yes, there are some days that you don't want to turn on the TV. Yes, there are some days you don't even want to touch the mouse. But fight through it. Stay focused. Stay dedicated. Don't give up. Expand your passion and watch the results. Straight from the PK himself. <laughs> Reverend Moore. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know how they can uh, stay in contact with you, follow you via social media, website, so on and so forth. Um, my website is jpdesignsart.com. That is J-P-D-E-S-I-G-N-S-A-R-T.com. And you can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at jpdesignsart. You can call 855-JP-CARES. That's 855-572-2737. Uh, you can email info, I-N-F-O, at jpdesignsart.com. There's plenty of ways to contact us. DM us on Instagram or Facebook. Avenues are open. We look forward to hearing from you, creating with you, and taking you to that next level. Awesome, JP. I appreciate you. Thank you for joining you. Thank you for all his social channels, website, his phone number he gave you right here live on the podcast. So you don't have any excuse not to <laughs> know what to do in order to get in contact with you. Thanks, Thanks again. Everybody have a great rest of your week. Awesome. Thank you. Didn't I tell you this was going to be a great episode? JP is a great person. I want you to go to his social media pages, Instagram and Facebook 
and like his pages and check out some of his creative design. I promise you, you won't regret it. Also, I want you to go to iTunes and leave me a rating and review. Let me know what you thought about this week's episode and also share any topic ideas that you think would be good for you as you think about building your personal brand business online. Also, I'm offering absolutely free consultations. All you have to do is go to my website, MarkeithBrayton.com, and click on the Contact Me page, or go to MarkeithBrayton.com forward slash Contact Me, and you will be able to schedule your consultation or send me an email. Each and every week, I'm always excited to be sharing these episodes, and I really Hope that you're gaining great value and great information so that you can expand your passion, expand your brand, launch out into the deep waters of entrepreneurship and build that business that you truly love. That's what I'm all about, helping entrepreneurs to build online-based businesses that are profitable and sustainable so that they can do the things that they truly love in the world. I built this business on a quote by the late Dr. Miles Monroe, and it simply says this, that life's greatest tragedy is to be successful at the wrong assignment. I'm all about helping you be successful at the right assignment and helping you to look good digitally so that that assignment will be world-renowned. I hope you have a great rest of your week. Just remember this, always shoot for the top because it's the bottom. That's overcrowded. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Markeith Braden podcast at MarkeithBraden.com. If you've not subscribed to the podcast via iTunes, subscribe today and be sure to leave Markeith a rating and review of today's episode. Just remember this. Always shoot for the top because it's the bottom that's overcrowded.